up straight. I'm going to speak from my chest. I thought you were supposed to speak from your stomach. Oh, yeah, you're right. If you speak from your chest, it's like, hey. It's <laughs> 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 like John Laurinaitis. Hey, brother. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. John wasn't, didn't he appear in that um, Money in the Bank yeah. thing? Because I only saw highlights. Which Shout yeah. out to Otis Doze, like winning that. That was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah, Otis hit him with a pie. Yeah. Took his ass out with a pie. Just and then he silly. caught the uh, money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. Fantastic. Should be interesting. Should be. And Oscar won. What's up? I, I love Oscar. I love Yeah. Oscar. Did you see what happened last night with Becky? <laughs> I heard she announced she was pregnant and awarded the title to Oscar. Yeah. Interesting. Very touching. Interesting. Seth Rollins, how dare you? You can you're fine <laughs> you're fine ruining Becky Lynch's run in career while you're starting your run in career right now by knocking her up. You can't at least just wait. Y'all can't lock that down so you can just both run dominant. No, you're like, hey, you go have the kid and I get to sit here and continue <laughs> being dominant. That's messed up. How dare you? How dare you? I think that I think that's the life goal though, is you get someone pregnant and ruin their career. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're all trying to do. I just want to ruin someone's momentum. I just wanna... Okay. So if that was if that was the philosophy we were going by, then who, who who what celebrity would you do that to? Who would you get pregnant and ruin their career? For most of my life it would have been Angelina Jolie. But I feel Why? like we I don't I was I think the movie Hackers I was okay. like she's the one. She's the yeah. chosen one. But then I think she got she got very fancy. I did not get any more fancy. Yeah. I had to go based off of right. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Because I already know who mine is off the top right now. Yeah. What Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Oh Without a shadow of a doubt, it would be Anna Kendrick just because I want to see... Just, I think I could deal with her being snippy with me all the time. I think I could deal with yeah. her because it's just like... You just have this very adorable face and this dope personality, and you just being angry. I'm like, I didn't even want a kid, but now this is entertaining just to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the the quarantine has messed up my sex drive because I can't. I'm trying to think. I'm like, what celebrities do I like? And my brain's just like, I don't know. <laughs> just a big sigh. It's like, ugh. There's on. a few. I mean, I would also say Aubrey Plaza, but I'm afraid she would might actually like smother me in my sleep. Oh my gosh. If I just actually now. like ruin her life. She's like, no, this baby ruined my life. And I love this baby, but not you. And then just in my sleep just smothers me quietly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey everybody, welcome to Dude Sweet. <laughs> Dude Sweet. Yeah. Soundbite at the beginning, huh? <laughs> Talking about babies and ruining lives. Yeah. Uh, everybody listening to this we're a lot like you probably where you're still stuck in the place you live for the most part just you know still chilling hanging out you know just because everyone's open back up doesn't necessarily mean it is the best to go out right now so let's just yeah. be cautious and smart it's a very confusing time it's very <laughs> it's a trying time mentally <laughs> yeah and it's a time where uh spending a lot of time on social media <laughs> you put it down it could get the better yeah, of you and that's going to be the topic today we could check in oh brian what have you been up to what have you been doing down in florida oh man um 
Uh, well, got back to training, so that's good. Being sanitary and safe about that, so it's good to at least get back and do something. Since you know, I don't have a gym, which you know. I just, I just imagine you guys just dump Purell all over your body and then just start wrestling. <laughs> is that is that our new fake tad? Just dump just a bucket. <laughs> Purell full of is that Purell? That replaces our baby oil now, right? They were gonna just they're yep. gonna make sanitizer baby oil just for wrestling, and we're gonna glob ourselves in it. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I like. I can't wait for the alcohol and that to burn when we get random cuts for no reason in the ring. Um, Any little cut or anything? Yeah. Be- oh no! His selling is great. No, it burns. Um, <laughs> so got back to that last week. So that's good to get back to. Uh, I've been recording episodes of my Dungeon and Dragons podcast. So learning the basics of Dungeons and Dragons with me, Brian Keith Nelson. Hell yeah. uh, part one is basically all done and edited, but it's slowly coming out. So check that out at project-nerd.com along with this podcast at project-nerd.com for all your early knees, daily news articles and everything like that. Uh, other than that, man, I've also just enjoyed being lazy. You know, I've, I've been doing some work with logos and graphics and stuff, but I've been playing games. You know, I've been playing Ark, um, Survival Evolved. I've been playing uh, yeah. Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. I've been playing Bayonetta. Um, you know, and on top of that, I've been, uh, binge watching the last kingdom. That show is awesome. <laughs> yeah. My dad loves that. Dude, that show is dope. Like it's because, so, yeah, with Uhtred. So especially with the first season and like the first season really just gets you with like, oh, this show does not give a shit. Like you thought Game of Thrones didn't care. Like I, I came in, I think it was on like episode four of the first season and i didn't know it was episode four my cousin was watching it i come in i'm like dude how many seasons deep are you in this show because like a lot of stuff is going down he's like oh this is what is it season one i was like this is the this is the fourth episode of the first season so i mean it was good so yeah yeah that's that other than about, that man that's it it's a historical show too it's not yeah like game of thrones it's based on the vikings invading england mm-hmm. and the yeah. real character's name uh, or the real character real person Uhtred was known as Uhtred the Brave, I believe it was. Yeah. In history. So I mean, it, yeah, they they're saying it's mostly historical accurate, but of course with the show there's going to be some stuff in there, but it's so awesome. Like it's it's such Hell it's yeah. a good show. Hell yeah. So That's what I like to hear. That's what I've been up to. What about you? Ian? what have you been up to? <laughs> I feel like I've mostly just been sitting. It's been a lot of sitting. Different yeah. ways of sitting trying to adjust my back but it's my posture i'm gonna look like a ghoul when i eventually get out because my posture is gonna be so jacked up that's why you stand that yoga yep i've been i've been doing my diamond douse page yoga i've been doing it it's there's days where it's a struggle Mm -hmm. but you know what as as he says bang (laughs) that's the only that's the motivational (laughs) bang that's basically all you need. Any trouble you get in life, just look at it and just say bang. You know, throw the throw the DDP sign up and just say bang at it, you know, and throw a little exactly. bit of hip motion up into it. Yeah. And I've just been trying to I've just been trying to do as many things as possible. Yeah. On like, on the DDP the subject, I don't want to get off I just want to mention this real quick because we have we can never do. forget the iconic moment from Ready to Rumble where um uh what is homeboy's name? Uh one of the the characters in the movie, I'm forgetting the actor's name, Sean Scott, something like that, whatever. He it's in the cage match. He throws the dust and diamond down, just pages his face while he's taped to the ring, where he's uh handcuffed to the ring. 
And he's like, yeah. that dumb, you dumbass, that shit doesn't work. And he tries to move. And he looks back at him. He got handcuffed. And he's like, diamond upside down is a pussy. And did his whole thing. And that, to me, has always just been the best. Because like, that's <laughs> such a great insult. Oh, wow. Yeah, they anyway. Really got him. Anyway. <laughs> watch, watch the movie Ready to Rumble. It has not. It's aged perfectly. I'll I haven't watched it in a while, but I want to just because I think now it'd probably be more accepted now that nobody hates David Arquette anymore. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I've just been trying to do as many things as possible because my big thing, I'm, I'm like a high functioning procrastinator where I Same. put things off till the very last minute mm-hmm. and then crush it. Yeah, like I've been able to do that. There's been times where I failed miserably, of course. But oh, of course. But that's what makes us learn from it. Where it's like, all right, certain things we start a little bit earlier last minute. Yeah, yeah. And I've so I've been trying to be better about that, and I've been trying to have like a good structure since I'm still unemployed, which might change soon. But you know, it's having uh, having a structure. So I have like a bunch of classes I'm taking, a bunch of certification stuff I'm taking, and they all have timelines where I'm like, all right, I have to make sure this is done by this time and this is done by then. And the Diamond Dallas Page Yoga app, it's like, all right, it's Monday. I got to do my energy 2.0. I got to get mm-hmm. fired up. And so it's been a lot of that. And a lot of like, I'm still planning on moving, but everything's so weird right now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to find a job in another state while there's a pandemic is kind of interesting i'll say yeah <laughs> it's it's definitely where yeah and like trying to find a place to live everything's kind of weird because landlords are all freaked out because mm-hmm. you know there could be a rent strike there could be this there could be that who knows so they're trying to get there should be a rent strike. We shouldn't be paying oh most of these things right now. Why like why are people hitting me up being like, "Hey, such and such is due now." Or blah 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 blah. Yes, I know, but obviously why like <laughs> are you yeah. not paying attention to what's going on right now? Yeah, and like so I've been looking at apartments and stuff in LA, and there's very hilarious. It's it's entertaining. Like if you even if you have no intention of ever moving, if you have a house or whatever in some situation, just look, I've, like I looked at places in New Orleans just because I was like, I want to see what's going on there. I looked where you live in, uh, near Tampa and I'm like, I, would, I just want to see what stuff looks like mm-hmm. and what the price is. I looked at Omaha and it's like, I could get a three bedroom house for fucking yeah. next for under a grand. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but the oh, LA man. places are great because you'll run into like very bizarre roommate situations mm-hmm. where they're like, uh, yeah, we need, we're, we're looking to, to fill this room and the rooms always a very weird room where it's just this long room with no closet. <laughs> so it's, just, it's like, this is not meant to be a bedroom. What is this? And it's like in a, in a mansion where each person lives on a separate floor, but it's, like, <laughs> it's yeah. just this weird, like, and then there's always a weird pet. There's gotta be like, there's a parrot on one of the floors. Don't look at him. Don't talk to him. Something like that. <laughs> You, you can't like, get it wet after midnight. You can't feed yeah. a certain thing. And I have friends that, which you've met, you met the power violence guys. They all, yes, sir. like them and Brooks Whelan and like, I think eight other people all lived in a weird mansion in LA. And like, if you're, if you want to hear crazy roommate stories, they did it on Brooks Whelan's podcast entry yeah. level. Mm-hmm. And he had each Whitmer Thomas, Clay Tatum, 
Bud Diaz and Rodney Berry and I think CJ too, but he had each of them on individually and they talked about how weird it was living in a mansion to the point where Clay's parents moved in from Alabama. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. There was a guy breeding dogs in the basement or something. Like, there was just the craziest shit ever in a giant mansion. In the basement? That, yes. And, and like, I have a similar experience with that from living in punk houses where there were always, like, a someone, a bunch of kids would get into a house, a bunch of punk kids. They'd have shows in the basement, and there'd be, like, eight people living there. Mm-hmm. And those were some of the best times. But also, it's like, I'm not trying. I'm 39. I'm not trying to. like in a weird living situation right unless yeah yeah i agree but no uh something funny to that real quick uh i went to like uh a friend's like cousin's friend's place and it's a similar situation like that but out here it's a bunch of people like a bunch of young kids like you know early 20s mid 20s and stuff like that I think even late teens working, just, you know, working and they're all living in this big ass mansion because this rich dude owns this mansion. They didn't really want to live there. He's living at his other spot and he's just renting that one out because he wants to keep the property and they just all live there. And then there's like a bunch of them. So they chip in. So, you know, rent is cheap. So they would do whatever the hell they want. That's hilarious. That's hey, Yeah. You know, yeah. there's definitely a lot that where I'm like, oh, that'd be a living nightmare. And I think it's for students where it's like you share the master bedroom with someone. And I'm like, no, weird. <laughs> absolutely not. I need to be able to at least close my door and have privacy. If I cannot yeah. do that, this will not work. Yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, it's interesting. Shit in L.A. is still so expensive. The rent went down a little bit with the current state of affairs, but it's like. Studio apartments are like $1,500 a month. And it's like, my apartment right now is so comfortable. I just don't want to be in Denver. Like, <laughs> this apartment, if I could take this apartment. Yeah, to a different city. Yeah, just be like, <laughs> I can't remember the name of that anime movie, but I want to walk in house. I want it to walk around with me. <laughs> An anime with a walk. Oh, is that Owl's Moving Castle? Yeah. Owl's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Studio. Okay. <laughs> It'll be IDT's living apartment or whatever. <laughs> oh but, man, I'm, yeah, so, I'm pretty sure so, Harry Potter has some spell that you could, you know, carry around your apartment with you. Oh God, that'd be perfect. But yeah, so it's been a lot of like, and I've been stressing, stressed about it. I'm just in like the weirdest space because I had a plan to go there. But then the nice girl I'm dating, she found a place that was perfect for all of her needs but it was like a tiny studio Mm -hmm. and so it was this thing where all right so we could move there together and then we both kind of then had the uh, the very adult thing where it's like oh we would probably drive each other crazy and this like this would probably be the end of our relationship moving in this tiny little space yeah yeah Yeah, because it's perfect for her but then you throw me in the mix and it's like oh this could be yeah, and we've only been dating for like six months, so it's like you got to be somewhat realistic. So it's like, cool, I'll just find my own situation. Then eventually we'll build up to that as responsible adults. Yeah, because realistically, even in a relationship, regardless of how much you like somebody, you go need your yeah. space. Yeah, and any time I've lived with anyone, be it a romantic partner or a friend, it changed the relationship. That oh, but we definitely can't get into relationships on this episode. But I feel like that's my biggest issue with relationships is that the second people feel it gets to a certain point, they feel the need that things have to change when realistically they don't yeah. have to change. Yeah, 
because it's it's like one of those things where in my mind and i'll just use the current as like just because it's happening right now and it's like we've already done we've traveled the travel test is a big relationship test if you can travel together and the interesting time you guys had while traveling yeah it was like oh this is perfect and just all the general like that there's no drama and all this other stuff. And so it's like the next logical step would be that. But it's also, I think I, <laughs> like, I'll just jump ahead without being like, oh, you need to actually take time and make sure. Yeah. You know? And I think yeah. I'm just like, it, the current situation is like, I could go, I could literally go anywhere. I'm like a free agent. It's like, where could I go? So. Yeah, I think be it's because. I think it's because you feel like you could just make it kind of work wherever you go, which is kind of how I feel in the sense, too. But, it, at yeah. that, you know, it's just like, yeah, maybe I should be a little more cautious of certain scenarios before I go ahead and put myself in them willingly. But also it's just like, well, if I need to, you know, make certain things work, I can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely don't. And I won't want to avoid comfort. We've, we've That's been a big theme Mm-hmm. In multiple episodes, you got to get out of your comfort zone, and I'm like, I'm the most fucking comfortable. I'm just glued to this couch. I'm like, don't really have to worry about rent. It's money's still kind of an issue, but it's not nearly what it was before. So I'm just kind of yeah. too comfortable. I got to switch it up. Yeah, you really got time to just get a, uncomfortable. Yeah, part of me was tempted to just be like, just get a fucking weird job in a little place up in the mountains and just be a weird mountain dude just a weird <laughs> hermit i want to be a mountain hermit man <laughs> hey man if things don't work out for me in life that's probably just what i'm gonna be like i just want to be away from everyone i just want to go up in my own mountain pr- place get some land possibly grow some weed for myself and just you know just that's how i spend my days <laughs> <laughs> dude there was something i was thinking about recently the last about the last year of me doing stand up, I was miserable, not having a good time. But I do remember thinking this. I don't think I ever said it out loud, but I was like, I just want to be left alone. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of getting hit up about shows. I'm tired of having to like socialize and having to interact. Well, we've with had those people. conversations, but you've never said yeah. it during like a set. Yeah, just be like, I just want to be left alone. <laughs> and right now, I'm like. I am so alone. It's awesome. Like this is the best. It's great. And that's another (laughs) thing where you can get so used to being alone that when it comes to like other people and maybe compromising certain places where you're like, you know, you could if you wanted to, but you don't want to because you're just good with being like how you are. Yeah. 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 Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, like I mean, we had a whole episode about unemployment, and now my job's talking about bringing me back. Where it's just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, change, that's that adds another level where it's yeah. like, all right. So, I think it's just in these trying and uncertain times, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that shit. But I'm just kind of taking it day by day, and and I decided, I decided the announcement, which by the time this comes out, it already have happened. Mm. I'm going home to visit Doug and Nikki. Hey, we're doing it. I'm going to spread the disease. <laughs> better keep your parents parents safe yeah well because my my the nice girl i'm dating she got the antibody test done Mm -hmm. and she did not have the antibodies okay she was convinced that she had it at which she was really sick and had a lot of the symptoms but this was back in february yeah when everyone was just kind of like i don't know yeah but no one knew what was going on 
Yeah, so she doesn't have the antibodies. And I was trying to get in just to get the regular test just to see because I don't want to take it home. And <laughs> you can get the test, but they're like, yeah, then we sent it off to this lab. And it's so backed up that people that got tested at the end of April still haven't got their results. And I'm like, oh, so I'd have to wait like a month. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. I'm just going to go based off of no symptoms. I haven't been sick. And I've also just been by myself with the exception of the nice girl I'm dating who has no antibodies. So that means she doesn't have it theoretically. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go drive back to Nebraska. I'm going to use gloves when I get gas because that's where that's what I'm most worried about. That's when that Rona going to get you. Yep. Especially the thing about Nebraska is it's all the meat packing plants because of they force a bunch of underpaid people to cram into a place so we can have bacon. And damn but, it, do I love meat, but oh, it's so unsanitary the way they prepare yeah. it and everything. And that's where all the breakouts are. So I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to go hang out with Doug and Nikki. They need entertainment. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna show them some stuff on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> just me showing my parents' weird YouTube videos for a couple days. They're going to kick you out in two days. They know like, you have yeah. to go back. Yeah, but I'm going to take them some supplies. I'm going to... They can't. There's certain liquors and beers they can't get in Columbus, and my mom's oh, having a hell of a time. My mom's having a hell of a time finding curry sauce. So I'm gonna take her some different curries. Oh yeah, you know the curry sauce. Hey, are the uh are the Asian markets open over by you? I haven't checked just because okay. I live next to that Safeway. But yeah, are the ones down there closed. The the ones I know of, I haven't seen them open, and it's just like, damn, interesting. Yeah, it's unfortunate because it's like, damn, you guys have all this stuff I wanted to get. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, I mean, well. that's the best. That's the best place to shop. You and I went to that, the giant Vietnamese one here. That we was so went to fun. a few. Yeah, I think we went to what three in one day, and all <laughs> two all of them were the, were huge. Yeah, get all the candies and sauces. <sighs> uh, all the candies. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my my plan. Go visit the parents. It's and it's been interesting because like my sister, who I don't really talk to, we've established yeah. that. Mm-hmm. She's great, she rules. But her family just moved from uh oh god damn it. Louisiana, where LSU. I I'm dumb and I can't remember the name of that town, even though it's but you anyone listening knows, sure. Uh they my brother in law was with LSU as a coach, but he got a super high paying job for Baylor so they moved to Texas to like the suburbs of Waco yeah but they did all that and apparently Texas is just like nope this thing doesn't exist and so her kids are going to like full practices and my niece went to the lake with some friends and they're and all of my sister's friends are very conservative and they're like nah this is all bullshit and it's like mm. oh jeez okay must be nice to be <laughs> Rich okay. and white. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, I guess. I don't know. Yep. So if you yeah, if you want an example of ignorance is bliss, not that this would happen in Texas, but because this is it's fucking Texas. But yeah, uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, it's a free movie. It's actually up on YouTube. Go check it out. It's called Funny Games. It okay. has Michael Pitt, it has Tim Roth, it has Naomi Watts. It's a remake of a nineteen ninety seven uh, I think it's a some foreign film. I can't say. I don't want to say if the incorrect one, but it's a foreign film. It's like a home invasion type film, but it's just super creepy and uncomfortable. But it would only, only, only happen to white people. Oh yeah, 
I think so, I, I think I've seen that. That's a good movie. It's good because it's super uncomfortable and creepy. But while I was watching it, I was like, yeah, this not me. Definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> because I yeah 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 that's what I got whooped. <laughs> oh my! Twelve gosh. minutes into this movie. <laughs> like no 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 but yeah i mean that's i've been ordering small things online just so i as to add another like all right today is the day this thing's supposed to come <laughs> you're trying to it's keep nice. yourself on track yeah just be like well and i did i ordered some uh what's it collar and elbow old doc gallows i got a I have a Sex oh. Ferguson shirt now. Yeah. Oh, man. So. Their podcast. I'm so glad it's back, too. And I can't wait until I think it, they said it's like 60-something days or whatever until they can yeah. actually legally talk about whatever they want. I'm so excited. Yeah. If you want to listen to some, it's very inside baseball for wrestling. But <laughs> <laughs> it talk is so and shop great. Yeah. With the machine gun and Rocky and old Sex Ferguson. But yeah, I've, so I've been trying... Yeah, so I've been trying to, and it was the same thing. I think we talked about it before where it was like Bandcamp, you know, buy it. Like I bought Andrew Orvidal's album. Our friend Andrew Orvidal has a new comedy album out. Yep. Uh, our friend Whitmer Thomas, he's got his HBO special and a album. So I've been trying to buy my friend's stuff, even though I don't really listen to comedy albums. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to help out. You want to do it to I, support, like, yeah. Yeah, and like Bandcamp was doing a thing where all the money went directly to the artist, so I bought like a cursive shirt in one of their albums, and then I got a handwritten note from my good friend Ted, because I guess he runs their, <laughs> he's their merch guy. <laughs> nice. But yeah, but it made me very whimsical and miss Omaha a little bit, because it's, you know, just trying to help out, and I was like, man, I wish I could help out the stuff I like more. But yeah. That's that's the whole grind to get to the point where it's like, I want to get to the point where I can do that. Yeah. And there was, oh, man, I might even put it in the episode notes for this just because it was such an interesting article. But it, it was more of an essay. But I have a friend named Dave Utterback who he's a sushi chef in Omaha. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. He was We played in a bunch of bands together back in the day. But uh he had he basically opened this dope sushi restaurant in an old subway, like the subway sandwich place. Hell yeah. In the in the, and it was the subway. I lived near that subway. It always got robbed. It was like in the hip, <laughs> hip neighborhood close to North <laughs> Omaha. Nothing racial, but because they because got, they knew something was fishy about Jared losing all that weight. They already knew. Yeah. So imagine a subway sandwich restaurant that you had to ring a doorbell just to get in. <laughs> That's what it was. But Subway he, sandwich has more security than some dispensaries. Yeah, it was it was airtight. No, but uh, <laughs> I think they, they still got robbed even with that. Oh, I'm but, sure. Uh, but he basically took it over and built this dope sushi restaurant. And I I was I would see stuff and hear stuff about how awesome it was. He basically wrote this essay about how it's devastated his business and his life, like this whole thing. And it's so yeah. interesting because. That's not. I'm not in the restaurant world. I already know it's like a very difficult world to survive in as a business owner. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna throw that in there just because it's an interesting read. It's yeah, but it's, it's affected. It really has affected and impacted a lot of people, which sucks because you had a lot of people come up who are entrepreneurs. They made their own business. They did yeah. things the right way. They got business licenses. They you know they took out loans and they're paying them back and they're doing all this and business is up. And then this thing hits. Like it 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 affects people. You know, like all these corporations are sitting here. It's just like, oh, well, 
we, our CEOs, are taking like a 10% cut or blah, 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 or any or this or any of that. And it's just like, no, these corporations are losing. Yeah, they're losing a little bit of money. Sure. Yeah. But it's all these other companies who are losing stuff. So like when it was the whole bailout that happened, none of that money should have went to any corporation because realistically, no. these corporations are fine. They have money stockpiled off of our shores. It, they should have went all of these small businesses who did the right thing, who can't support themselves through this and need to support themselves through this because it's not fair that they then lose their business and their livelihood because of something yeah. beyond everyone's control. Yeah, and it's like there's definitely going to be a lot a lot of businesses that go away, either like a small business or like an older. That's what I've seen a lot lately or different people posting about, oh, my favorite like deli that I've been going to for like a decade is closing and just a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. But, That's why like if I want something, I, I'll spend it at like a small place that I like out here as opposed to like trying to go to Burger King or something like that. Because those places are going to be fine. They're always packed. But if there's a place I like that I can eat, then I'll spend the money there instead. Yeah, and if you haven't already heard, everybody listening, if you're using Grubhub or Postmates, just call the restaurant directly because those apps are fleecing those restaurants right now. (laughs) It's ridiculous right now, and it's terrible. Like, why are you doing It's all greed. It all just boils down to greed and lack of, like, humanity. Yep, that's the way it is. Everyone's trying to survive, and there's people just trying to stockpile money. Yeah, and in these times, there are good ways to spend like your free time so that we don't drive yourself crazy one thing i definitely am glad i don't do right now is i'm not just on social media like that i'm staying (laughs) off of it right now because it it would definitely make me like a little more irritated than i need to be right now because i mean there's a lot of things beyond our control and then i get online and all i see are people like me who are very confused and with this confusion are raising questions who i may be biased here i think make a lot of common sense and then you have other people who just refuse to listen to anything or who refuse to think about anyone other than themselves and their closed-minded opinions so it's just i avoid it and so yeah and you're exactly right and the thing about social media is it's a double-edged sword like a lot Mm -hmm. of things like it, Mm -hmm. it is a very useful thing especially from People involved in the entertainment world, people involved in the small business world, it's how you are promoting yourself or your mm-hmm. product or your business. And it's like, that was kind of the thing forever. I hated social media so much for so many years, but you have this thing built in where it's like, you've got to have it. This is how you're going to get booked. This is how people are going to see the things you're trying to do. This is how you're going to eventually get, I think a lot of people have this weird and a lot of people I know have done it, but it's like eventually you're going to get like a writing job. Eventually you're going to, it's going to build you up to something else where you don't have to be a comedian <laughs> anymore. But, yeah. And I think that's, it's kind of the tricky thing is you do need it to promote whatever, but it's also just like can have bad repercussions. And it's yeah. like, yeah, like, so I was reading an article earlier. I can still read. I can still do it. <laughs> Lucky you. And I, and there's a lot. There's a lot of things that, after kind of reading into social media and how it's affected us, and God, not, not we're not even going to get into how it's tr- like kids, how kids growing up in this age. I think like we, we kind of. Sh- I think maybe we should because there's a lot of things where it has allowed. <laughs> uh, it's affected our nature. It's affected how people deals with things. I think it's definitely made the. Uh, 
not even the need the demand the 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 self like the false like right that i deserve instant gratification now no matter what yeah. like it's kind of built a complex within people and within kids like it's they're not patient anymore they don't yeah. wait for stuff because they can oh oh well you're getting on my nerves here go watch peppa pig on youtube <laughs> or something like that and then these kids just lose their minds whenever like they get things taken away from them and they don't learn patience that's why like, i'm i'm pro disciplining your child i will say that <laughs> i am pro disciplining i am not i do not have kids i will not have kids i do not want kids but if you have kids and you're around me discipline your kid don't don't beat yeah. them but within reason and it's like i don't I don't even know how my life would be if all of if internet, social media, all of that was around when I was a kid because I remember the first time I used the internet, which it was like the basic where it was all just text based mm-hmm. and the, the like it was so much typing and that was in high school. Mm-hmm. I remember doing that and I remember sending an e- sending weird emails to like <laughs> I think some dude in a, I can't even remember the name of the punk band, but like responded to my email and I was like, Oh my God, this power. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I remember like using, uh, God, I remember playing like online role-playing games that were all just text-based. Yeah. Like I remember that vividly, but it's like the social stuff, like I think Friendster, like Zanga live journal, Friendster, those were all kind of the, the OG like social medias. Mm-hmm. And God, I was trying to, I was trying to, and this is another interesting thing because I was talking to my mom. She basically has years of photo albums where I can be like, hey, like I've had this memory of me wearing an Ultimate Warrior shirt in a picture and she can go into the photo albums and flip through them and it gave her something nice to do, a nice project and found the picture. Where me, it's like all of the pictures were like there was an era where everything was put on Friendster. There's an era where everything was on MySpace. And then there's the era of everything's on Facebook. Those other ones are gone. So those pictures are gone. There's yeah. like these weird dark <laughs> ages. <where> it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's the remember, dark ages of the internet. <laughs> yeah. I remember Friendster and MySpace were so like, it was crazy because it's like, oh my God, I can like interact with people. And it was all like, there are pictures and you could put yeah. annoying yeah. like fucking music or like whatever. No, I was on there too. Let me be honest with you 100%. I was, as soon as I could get access to an internet, I was a little ass creep. Yeah. I, I was trying to find my way through websites, which I think they were like, what, GeoCities or something at the time like that. Uh, it was just a lot of like text-based HTML websites. Yeah. Like, it's just all these things that you'd be more so reading through and then AIM came along and I was like, oh, oh I'm going to be a creep. I'm going to be a creep was- at AIM. <laughs> There's a Hulu show called Pen15 that had a whole episode <laughs> yeah, I've about heard of that show. and it had the sounds, like the little door open, the the hat, and those, when I heard those noises, it like activated something in my psyche. It brings it it just, it yeah. you back. It was like PTSD, but in like a good way. <laughs> like, oh God, I have to answer this message. Oh, they just logged out. <laughs> yeah, no, every time, every time I would hear that, that ring or the, the yep. thum, whenever you close it, because I know you would, whenever you would chat, you could choose, yeah. you could choose like a little sound bite to play whenever you uh, enter in your chat. So oh, yeah. people know it's you who's entering in the chat and you know, it's you who's entering in the chat. And of course me, I had DMX as my little sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, the oh best God. was you yeah. would put your away message and you'd put like some <laughs> sweet lyrics or something. <laughs> no, I was a I was a drama kid, so I just put some dramatic <laughs> something dramatic and dumb. Yeah, God, that was my my live journal. Live journal was a trip because that was just it was no one was in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we just put the craziest shit on live journal and there were That's definitely like times the, where there were definitely times where a friend would reach out and be like hey man i read your uh live journal yeah. post is everything okay <laughs> yeah and then live journal just evolved into uh the early days of tumblr yep <laughs> that's exactly where all of that transferred all of that transferred over to there and see that's the thing is like it was how we all interacted it didn't seem like it was having that negative of an effect. It was like bringing but everybody together. think about together. that time, though. Think about that. You yeah. had to sit and wait. Like, you had to sit yeah. and wait for that to happen. It wasn't as accessible. It wasn't as fast. It wasn't as easy. Like, it was still pretty limited. But even in yeah. that time, socially, people were still going out and doing stuff. Like, if you had told somebody in the 90s that we were going to have something like Grubhub, are you, no. Oh, yeah. They were like, dude, I'll just go to Burger King, get it myself. If you told somebody in the 90s that you're going to have someone shop for you and have Instacart, yeah, there'd probably be a bunch of people like, yeah, that's cool. But there'd be other people like, no, why would I have them just bring my food to me? I just go get it myself. Yeah. Like there's a, there yeah. was a lot of social things, too. And people, I think, were going like kids were out more like not to say kids don't go out now. But I mean, people, I think, were going out more in general. So, like, yeah, you had your friends who, like, you'd see at school. And, you know, even changes when you get older. Maybe you can't see them as much. Maybe you can. But you could definitely see them. But I still had friends who, like, I would see in real life. And they would have friends who they only knew that they made online who live, like, in different states. Dude, here's something. And I think this is part of that this evolution. Do you remember calling a phone number to talk to someone but you had to ask if they were there to someone in their family. <laughs> yep. And that used to be like the that. most terrifying thing. How weird was that? You have to like a girl you like and you have to, her dad's going to answer the phone first. And you're like, hey, yeah, is Becky there? <laughs> you're hoping she answers the phone because you, you tell her, you're like, hey, I'm going to call at this time. And you're like, I'm going to look at the clock. I'm going to call you at this time. Be by the phone at this time. And you call at that yep. time. And you're like, please just be her. And it's, as soon as if you hear a boy, like a man's voice, you're like, oh, yeah. no. Like, oh, it's Jesus. Over. <laughs> if it's a boy yeah. it's just like yeah can i talk to your sister if it's a man you're just like oh and that no. evolved into like i i know exactly who i'm gonna talk to yeah <laughs> and that they're gonna have the thing on them at all times like it's so it's so great but then it's like having the thing on you at all times is like then created a lot of problems yeah well i think it's just like you know like with almost everything that's introduced into human society it really just kind of depends on moderation and it depends on like the intent and the use like if you think about it <clears throat> you can compare even say when they started release or when newspapers were a thing people were like oh it's the end of socializing because people are now going to be looking at newspaper along the trolley instead of sitting and talking to the person across from them discussing politics like men and da 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 and it's like even before that no one was really doing that you know books existed prior to the newspaper correct people were also reading books yeah. yes they were having this discussion but still and then even with newspaper you could spread misinformation because that's when all this propaganda and everything was coming out and any two-bit oh, yeah. hack who could print at the time was making all of these well we're a publishing company so now we can just print conspiracies and basically with social media it's just found a way to evolve so that's the thing all the way we send information in social media 
it's not this thing come out of anywhere. This is just rolled over into this is the newest platform of how we spread information. There's a lot of negative and there's a lot of good. But of course, like most humans, the negative always seems to speak the loudest. But there's also yeah. a lot of good. Unfortunately, it gets buried because now people are like, oh, this is a lot easier way to make shady money. Yeah. And that, like to touch on a lot of what we just said, I have an article. Here it is. Oh, boy. Six ways social media neg- negatively affects your mental health. Ooh, this is very good. And I think a lot of people listening to this will be like, certain ones you'll be like, yep, that's that's it. But this is by mm-hmm. Sabrina Barr from the Independent, independent.co.uk. I love a hey, British article. I want to read that it. Get that .co out of here. Yeah, I want to read it in a British accent, but I won't. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Just offensively stereotypical. But yeah, so this is about, there's benefits to these, but there's also, it can, you know, have a lot of negative mental health side effects. Here we go. The first one, Mm self-esteem. It's going to, a lot of social media is going to like, because I think like with Instagram and certain things, everyone's kind of putting their best out there. Like the best, like this is, so you kind of mentally can be like everyone else is living these great lives and i'm fucking miserable like i think you can kind of kind of get into that type of mindset yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a little deep with you here uh instagram and social media and stuff is really just a way for everyone to be able to say you see what i allow you to see because it's true people are only seeing you from the perspective like perceptive you are allowing them to see the like them to see you from because of what you put out there so yes anyone out there if they're just constantly putting out you know like if they're putting out a picture every day that looks the best yeah they're gonna somebody's gonna think this is them because they're putting out a picture like that every single day but you're capturing a moment in their entire day the same day where you do something you're capturing a single moment from them and then people are taking that as oh that's how they are all the time no yeah and it's like people try to put out and I think everyone has fallen into this trap where it's like you want people to think you're doing great and you want people to be like, oh, man, like, <laughs> this person's doing this and that. And it's like like I've dated people who like would manufacture the things they would put out where it'd be like editing every photo, doing all this like <laughs> just so yeah. much. And I'm like, why are you putting all this work into it? Just a picture of you just hanging out. Like <laughs> I never got that. I never got that and I never will. Like, I won't diss it if that's your thing. Hey, do yeah. it. But just know I will never understand it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it can definitely have negative because you kind of mentally start thinking that everyone's killing it and doing great and you're the only one that's like having a rough time. And that's one of the negative. What's another one? Human connection. Yeah. <laughs> It's led to a lot like it's and it is. And I've I've read this and heard this so many times, but it's like this is the most connected we've ever been where I can I could right now I could text you. I could send you a message on Facebook or we could we have all these like multiple ways that I could like express something to you right now. But we're more disconnected because of that, mm-hmm. because it's so simple and so easy that it's just like you're mentally detached from the interactions. Yeah. And I mean, that I think that's what's given people the, the security of anonymity because then now they don't, without having that face-to-face interaction, you don't have to be yourself. You can be the you you want to be pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. And you know, 
And here's like another, uh, the next one here, memory. And it's basically that it's a great way to look back on memories because it's things are so documented. Like we put so much stuff out there. Like Facebook will do the annoying thing. Like four years ago today, you were killing it. <laughs> like, it's yeah. the picture of like, <laughs> what are you doing now? You piece of shit. Like, yeah. That's, that's where the negative, there's good things where it's like, Oh, seven years ago, here's a picture of me and some of my friends from Omaha. Oh man, that's a great mm-hmm. thing. And like, I'll even, if there, there's times where I'm like stressed out and uh, it, throughout the years where I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything, but then I can look back at my Instagram feed and be like, oh, I've done plenty. I've done a lot of great things. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's that's probably the biggest double edge for me is the memory. And then, like, I'll be judgmental too, where there'll be someone that everything they post is like a throwback type thing. And I'm just uh-huh. like, oh, you're living in the past, buddy. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> but yet you're reposting the, hey, look what I did seven yeah. years ago. Because it is good to have those memories, but also if you're living in that past, it can lead, that can be a very negative mental health. Oh, effect. no, for sure. For sure. That, you have to be able to recognize the past, the present, and the future are all completely yeah. separate from one another. Yeah. And you can celebrate those, but you don't want to be like, yep. everything and is so much only, better. Yeah. And there's only one thing you have control over, and that is the present. Yep. Oh, there you go. That's stoic as hell. Uh, <laughs> sleep. Social yes. media, that negative effect, negative effect on our sleep. I've been yeah. trying to be better about that, like not be on my phone right before I go to bed. But it's when you it's, make it a habit, challenge. it can be difficult. Yeah. And it's the screen time. Like I have basically everything I have set to that the screen changes color so that it's <laughs> the night mode. <laughs> yeah, the night mode. Because you see that and you're like, I should put the phone down. And then you just keep doing whatever. Yeah, but it's like, I remember, man, I remember being at my, like, most negative, where my mental health was just, like, the worst. Depression was, like, running high. And, like, just being on social media at, like, 4 a.m., and it was just driving me crazy. Like, because of all the different, like, the self-esteem stuff, the whatever, like, the jealousy, there's all these different things, and it just, like, gets so magnified. Like, I'll even say this, I've never told another person this but i think this is a good like like oh yeah that's someone that needs help here we go (laughs) there was definitely i was going through a breakup we've all been there and uh i was on the person i was breaking up with instagram and i unfriended every single friend that liked one of their pictures oh man (laughs) (laughs) yeah at the time in my head, it felt very justified. It was like four in the morning. <laughs> like, Oh, no, for like sure. At that time, probably after a sense. night of drinking. And it's like, to now, I'm like, how do I, uh, <laughs> some of these friends, it's like, I want to refollow them on Instagram, but it's also going to look, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Because, yeah, you, you weren't following me before? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, hey, if I don't follow you on Instagram right now, there might be a weird, convoluted reason, but. <laughs> no longer in that headspace. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. Like it's good to be able to look back and laugh at stuff like that now. Yeah. Oh, because, this you next know, time. I, this I've been. Next, in, oh, in here, a, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've been in a place like that, uh, but it wasn't like from a breakup. It's just probably being in like a bitter place. I go, I've done all this stuff, but I don't really have anything to show for it. And like other people work hard and get all this other stuff going. Why can't I get something? 
And then it's just like, well, I can't be negative on here, so let me find something else to look at. And it's just like I have two sides of the spectrum. It's either be completely negative or just dive into nothing but like suicide girls. Yep. Oh, <laughs> and then that's... that's all the feed becomes. And I'm like, I can't do that. So for the first time in a long time, I'm like living in the middle where I'm only on there if I need to be. And then I, yeah. there's not really too much. And if, if you're a fella, this is a tip for the fellas. <clears throat> And you're on your Instagram, and you realize it's mostly pictures of women's butts that are you're scrolling yeah. through. <laughs> Probably got to adjust that a little bit. It's the algorithm telling you maybe you need to find something else. Clear your search history. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe clear your cache in Instagram. Log out. Also, log back in. Also, unfollow all these butt models. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot fine. of them. You don't have to follow them. Hey, it's They'll fine. Okay. It's cool. It's fun. They, but they have full healthy careers ahead of them. Yeah, unless you have a burner Instagram account where it's just like you have your normal one and then you have the other one you look at just to do all that, then hey, you know what? You're yeah. living your best life. Because that's <laughs> not on this list, but I'll say it, horniness. You can't yeah. be too horny. You can't be too thirsty on that. Internet. You can't. You really can't because that can lead to terrible decisions once this quarantine lifts up. Oh, my God. I remember There's. I've seen so many dudes do so many weird, creepy, thirsty things throughout the years on the Internet. Oh, but, so bad. Yeah. But the one, and I love any time a female friend would post like weird stuff. Loved it. Loved seeing mm-hmm. these weird guys being weird. And I always use that as like a litmus test. Be like, I'm not being weird. I'm mostly just awkward if I try to flirt with someone. I'm not like, yeah, show me your fucking feet. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. But my favorite of all time thirsty guy thing would be a dude just commenting stunning on a photo. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> this is great <laughs> absolutely gorgeous yeah so that's a special dude sweet addendum to this list let's try yeah. not to be as horny on the internet because that yeah that can put you in a negative headspace too you're getting too horny you're getting too wound up can't go out and yell at random people's butts in real life so yeah especially especially i know social media is whatever you want to do with it but especially on certain platforms like hey i get it it's your facebook page but yo you also add your family on there so maybe just chill a little bit just a little bit chill please i definitely remember there'd be like whatever nice ladies who were just sharing porn on facebook is like whoa oh yeah that's the (laughs) Somebody retweeting like a porn clip, and you're yeah, like, oh, brother, it's like, you got yo, it's on your Facebook, man. Come on, that's too messy. That's too much. Your grandma commented on it, dog. It's been there for six hours. Come on, yeah. And I definitely, I have very vivid memories, which I will not call anyone out. But there'd be like a mutual gal friend who's putting it out there, having a great time. Good for her. She can do that. But then Hell I'd see yeah. like married dudes I know just like really aggressively liking a lot of it, and it's like, oh. All right, you got to work on some things, bud. Yeah. Because I'm usually a single hot dog. I can do whatever I want, but I'm keeping it more <laughs> contained. Yeah. Just but, be, hey, do, do do you just, you know, just know certain things have consequences and just be yeah. discreet. That's, you know, that's really all you need. Here's another big negative uh, attention span. I'm yeah. convinced that my attention span, I already think I already kind of had some ADD type things, but nothing where I needed to. Uh, the few times I've taken Adderall, I've felt the greatest I've ever felt in my life. That's why I knew I should not take it. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to feel amazing all the time. You want to feel yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my attention span's trash now. It's so hard for me to pay attention to an hour long episode of something where I'm 
without fucking around with my phone and missing half of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, Sometimes it's hard to make yourself sit there and chill. Yeah. I have too many. I could, and there'll be times where I have my laptop open, something on the TV. I'm also messing with my phone where I'm like, how many fucking screens do I need at one point mm-hmm. in time? <laughs> mm-hmm. But attention span, being able to concentrate. Uh, it's it's definitely had that effect. I think that might be the end of the list. Is that the end of it? But to follow up with that, we have five social media detox steps. So this is, and both of us have kind of, like, you tend to kind of delete things. Mm -hmm. I used to delete whole ass profiles. Yeah. And, like, accounts. And just be like, I'm done with social media. And then like a few months no not even if you want six months later i'm like i guess i need this again yeah so you've kind of already <laughs> dabbled in like detoxing from social media and it it is one of those well, things too where it's like it's never really permanent the times i've done it i you know i'll delete it for like six months or so and then start using it again and it can have even just that little bit can have great benefits Oh, it definitely can. But see, I don't think you understand me, Ian. I told my grandfather <laughs> I envy him because he only has a landline phone. That is the only way oh people can God. get a hold of him. So when he's out doing his day, you already know you can't get a hold of him. And I told him the last time I saw him in person, I was like, I envy you so much because I want to be that way. Because I don't want to have to have a phone on me constantly or have to have like an app or do something or update something. Like I don't want to have to do that. And it's sad because when I think about it, the times I felt the most alive in the last decade were times I accidentally left my phone at home uh-huh. or I'm like, I'm up somewhere where my phone doesn't work. I'm up in the mountains. Phone's not working. And it's just like, holy shit, this is life. This is what it's like to be alive. Like, <laughs> Ian. But then you also get the weird, like, oh shit, something like I'm probably, I remember there was, I can't, Oh, fuck. I was in Puerto Rico and my phone didn't work at all. Yeah. The service I have doesn't work. Yeah. And it was also, you don't have a choice. Yeah. And it was my birthday, but I did deactivate my Facebook so I wouldn't get hundreds of notifications for my birthday from mostly people I don't really remember, just random acquaintances. Yeah. No, but I feel that. My phone didn't work except for on Wi Fi. And I expected, and this has happened so many times where it's like, man, when I get service again it's gonna be crazy there's gonna be tons of messages and there never are there's <laughs> like, nothing. it's like w- one or two <laughs> there's never anything and it's like why do i worry why do i carry yeah. this phone around with me everywhere but you do have this weird built-in thing where fuck something's gonna happen like oh man something like yeah and i something. hate like, that gonna happen because we ne- it never used to be like that. Y'all, as a kid, I didn't have a phone. I was fine. I'll see you later, mom. Peace. Now it's yeah. like I need my phone on me in case something happens. And it's just, I hate having it on you all the time in case something happens. I think that's another unnecessary, unadded. Like you don't need that added stress for something simple like that. You know, because if yeah. something's gonna happen or not, it doesn't matter if you have your phone or not. A lot of that's out of your control. But people just yeah, like to be accessible. It gives us a sense of ease. And so it is kind of part of the detox is kind of being like getting rid of some accounts and keeping some Mm because like Instagram's just pictures. So it can be the least, the more tame where you're not dealing with fucking having to read paragraphs of crazy shit (laughs) like Tumblr. (laughs) Yeah. Or Facebook now. Facebook has turned into that. And like Twitter, 
Yeah, like I got rid of Facebook for a while, but I think you also then kind of realize who you're, I'm going to say audience, but it's like, there's definitely people I'm friends with on Facebook that I'm not friends, that I don't follow on Instagram or Twitter. Like I definitely have different yeah, circles on those for the most part. And I think this is a big thing for me that I think anyone involved in any kind of art form do not post the same thing to every single account. No. Like I try to mix it up where at this point I know Facebook's mostly like people from back in the day and family members. So like I found a bunch of old flyers from the cog factory, the old DIY venue we used to hang out when I was like 18, posted them Mm -hmm. on Facebook because that's where all those people are still. And they're like, holy shit, Instagram would have been a different story because it's mostly people from closer to now. And they'd have been like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I've been trying to balance that out. And I don't I hate putting the same shit on every single and I'll see that. And it's like just like you can diversify what you're posting. A cool picture. Put that on Instagram. A cool story or throwback thing. Facebook. Twitter's just for my parents aren't on Twitter. So I can just put all the weird shit there. Yeah, you can put all the devious debauchery. Yeah. But like deactivating accounts, that's a big thing. Like I got rid of Snapchat. I just that I was never meant for Snapchat. That was not it was just never meant for me, you know? I had to yeah. come to turn like with uh TikTok now, it's I find some of it entertaining, but I'm like, you know what? I'm a thirty nine year old man. <laughs> this is probably not probably not for me. It's benef there's I watched a whole Vice thing about how there's a girl who lives on a reservation and she's using it to like show these white devils and people like that. She didn't say that. That's my words. Uh, show them what it's like to live on a reservation because they don't know. And it's like an educational tool. And that's awesome. You yeah. Know? But for me, it's just a lot of teenage girls dancing around. And I'm like, I don't need that. No. Not for me. No. <laughs> but but yeah, like don't need that. getting rid of these accounts is good. Uh, Here's a couple tips. I think these are great. Just getting rid of the app on your phone. Mm-hmm. You can keep keep the account, get rid of the app. And that's it's going to cause you to like fuck with it less. You're going to be less involved. Like forever Twitter and Facebook, like I'd have to physically go into the browser and type in the mm-hmm. address. Mm-hmm. It makes it less of a where you're not constantly checking these things because it's not right at your fingertips. I think that can be good. You're still going to check them. It's just more of a process. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll like, uh, you'll like get to the screen in your browser and you're like, I didn't leave the password logged in. I have to, I'm not doing this. And you just go away. I, another yeah. thing I would say practice is like, yeah, you know, moderation. I get it. You know, so like even if it just starts to like delete the app for the weekend and everything like that. Yeah. Also, practice is putting your phone and like put, put your phone on silent. Put it away yeah. in your dresser. Oh, you know, if you have the, family who like constantly check on you, just be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna be away from my phone for like the day or something." And just put I've it always, away and just take time away. I've always been because as we as we discussed earlier, my goal in life was to be left alone. I turn all the notifications off, where you have to actually go into yep. the app to see what's. I can't advocate for that more. I remember dating someone that every single app. <laughs> Their mm-hmm. notifications were on, so it's just this constant different noises, and I'm just like, why do you need that? Why do you need that right yeah. now? Like, and it's not yeah. even messages too; it's notifications, it's interactions, it's retweets. It's this is directed for you, and it's like, why do I need all this? Yeah, who yeah, needs all I this mean, information? Turning those notifications off, getting rid of the apps, having, uh, like our friend Adam Kate and Holland. I remember 
very specifically something he said where he has a specific time where he'll check those things and then he doesn't check them the rest of the day. And if you can yeah, have unless that you have something that's going amazing. on. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a very disciplined where me, I'm just like loosey goosey. I'm checking. I, I'll have Facebook up on my computer and also my phone at the same time. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Why do I have this? Why? Like, Why it's am just, I this way? There's something in your brain where you don't even realize you're doing it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's um, subconscious. It's crazy how our brains work that way. Here's a good tip. Uh, unfollow celebrities and random accounts. Yep. If you make it just the people you know, if you want to spend less time on it, because they're not constantly post, they're not content based and trying to put out all this stuff. And you're also not living in like a weird fantasy world where celebrities are normal people. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because, or that this came up because this was something I was like a good point too, where, you know, people will say, well, it's if I'm online and you're online, I can say whatever I want to you because, you know, I can say whatever I want online and you just have to deal with it. And it's like, or I also have the choice just to not have to see any of that. And yeah, yeah I get it. You should be, you should expose yourself to an opinion that's, something other than your own so you shouldn't have like a closed off group but hey i think in social media 100 percent, you should be able to have a closed off group because you know what in real yeah. life chances are you have to deal with enough people who think enough differently for you and in real life that's where it matters so if you just want to get on social media you can use that as an escape you're not finding yourself scrolling through messages purposely going to like oh i see this tweet let me go to the comments and seek out the bad comments because i already know they're going to be there and let me see what these people have to say no yeah just focus on your stuff focus on the good and all that stuff because you already deal with enough of the negativity and the stupidity and everything else so yeah if you're online you can perfectly make that your own secluded safe space yeah and like a thing that throughout the years i've always thought about is i knew people who they would follow people that they did not like that they thought were assholes or shitheads like within a scene or whatever mm -hmm. and they would like oh, i gotta like i want to see them like have a bad time or keep tabs on them and it's like why like For just what? keep track of the things you and things and people that you care about and like and then social media will be more of a joyful thing instead of like you're not being like what the fuck is this asshole up to <laughs> like who cares yeah I still will never understand people who put more time and energy into the things that they hate instead of into the things that they actually love and enjoy because you can just make that better. Yeah, and as on a mental health tip that like only makes you feel negative and worse. Like we exactly. talked about earlier, me keeping tabs on my ex-girlfriend. Don't do it. <laughs> like yeah, it, no. You want to avoid that. It's just going to lead to more negativity and feeling like shit. Just gotta mm -hmm. try to clip those things out. And if there's maybe you have friends that are just like they live in negativity and shit talking, you can cut them out. You can do a yeah. soft cut out by unfollowing them, muting them. You know, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Or you can in real life just tell them, I don't want to ever hang out with you again. <laughs> like, <laughs> or you can be like, yo, why are you so negative? You know, if yeah. you like if you actually care about them, try and see why they're always negative. Yeah. And if they if they can't change or, you know, you can't change people, you can't ask them to change. And if, if negative is all they want to be, that's fine. But I just can't be negative. Yeah. And like to kind of tie everything up and tie it into what's going on right now. For like the first month of all this, I was just checking. I was got it reading the news constantly on twitter Same. reading all these different tweets different Same. Ev everything and within the last couple weeks i've barely been watching the news 
I was still kind of on Twitter. Like, I had to be like, what the fuck is Obamagate? It's nothing, turns out. Shocker. But I was like, <laughs> got to investigate and see what this is. You don't have to do that. You don't have to watch the news every day. You don't. The shit, you know, you can check it every once in a while, but I feel like focusing on it and constantly checking it, especially with what's happening right now, can drive you crazy. It can drive you into a negative place. It can really mess with your mindset where you're just like, fuck, the world's fucked, fuck, fucking everything, you know? Yeah, I'll tell you this. If there's anyone out there right now who is still, you know, reading news articles daily and watching the news daily, and you just find yourself getting more and more frustrated because things don't make sense, because there's a lot of stupidity, because there's a lot of ignorance. I'm going to tell you now, it's not going to change, and it's not going to get better. So stop stressing about it. Get away from it. Be aware still, but don't get don't get sucked into that. Pull yourself yeah. away from it. Put that attention somewhere else. Always keep that something you're aware of, but don't let that suck you in because it's just going to end up worse for you because then that takes a lot of things from you that you know you shouldn't let in. And that's also part of the tactic for some of these shithead folks right now is to overwhelm everyone's senses with just there's so much just crazy shit and they'll do fucking weird shit that then they can do other stuff because you're so overwhelmed with the amount of like silliness and dumbness and evil that you don't notice other stuff happening so yeah i would say maybe just have a specific time of the week even like all right wednesday i'm gonna check the news See what's going on instead of yeah. daily, hourly. Cause that's, man, it was just like constantly crazy shit happening. And it's like, oh, they're, it's overwhelming. And that's kind of the thing is you can sneak by a lot of stuff if people are overwhelmed constantly. So, yeah. yeah. And there's just something that helps too with the mental thing is you just have to accept there's some things that no matter how frustrating there are, you can't control it. So they're just going to be what they are and you kind of have to let it be and adapt to it the best you can and just, you know, focus on you and yourself and what you control. Yep. So sum it up, social media, good and bad. <laughs> it's both. Double-edged sword, yeah. If you need it to promote your stuff, you know, keep it, do your best, focus on that side of it instead of, like, the drama and the, the negativity. You know, be like, I'm here to promote my product, whether it's me, whether it's a, something people are going to drink, whether it's whatever. Uh, and yeah, like just avoid the negativity. If I've learned, I'll be like on Instagram, for instance, and I, I feel like shit. I feel my brain starts to feel negativity. I'm like, oh, I have to get off of this right now. Yep. Because I know it's there's not going to be anything good. Also, mm -hmm. if you just Listen follow random Husky accounts on Instagram, it'll be a good time no matter what. There's a lot of good Husky accounts. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> yeah, get, like, your, get your fluffy dog fix. Yeah, you'll feel like shit, and then all of a sudden you'll see a husky doing something hilarious, and you're like, you know what? The world's good. The world's fine. We're going to get through this because huskies are still out there making it happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I already know I'm at the end of my social media sweep when I'm like, oh, let me look through here, and then I'm doing my looks, and I'm looking through, and I'm like, yep, thick white girl, thick white girl. Oh, look, there's some <laughs> cosplay stuff right there. Oh, look, that's pretty cool. Oh, look, something wrestling related. Is this a dog video? I click on a dog video, and then it's just a stream of dog and cat videos, and then like five yeah. minutes later, I'm like, all right, I don't need to be on social media anymore, and I'm good, and I don't, I don't go back for a while. Yeah, and dude, this is a generational aspect of this because my mom has even brought this up. My mom will get sucked in on Facebook where she's looking up people that like she like high school 
like my dad's ex-wife, just people who don't really like <laughs> And it's like, oh, that's when you know it's time to get off when you're doing deep detective work <laughs> for no reason. No, see, now I think Nikki's just like, let me see what I can do. I think she's yeah. just trying to find other skills she can she can uh, use. So now yeah. she's trying to hack and find. She's like, I can be an investigator. I blame the movie Hackers. It was such a good movie that everybody <laughs> wanted to be on the computer listening to fucking uh, Prodigy and just like, rollerblading around. It's like Hackers meets um, um, How to Catch or or what is it? What was it How to Write a Murder or Murder She Wrote? Murder She Wrote. Murder She Wrote mixed with Hackers. Who knew that's what we needed? Yeah. So. Social media, just don't let it drive you crazy. That's the best I can say, because we all know people who have gone too wild on social media. <laughs> it's certainly been like, yo, sir, you need to calm down. Yep. And ma'am, sometimes ladies be wilding too. Hey, everybody. Everybody's, you know. <laughs> That's the, be- the best way to sum it up is like, yeah, man. I mean, Yeah, you know, you know? some people, everybody, you, you know, know, everybody has their days. So you can follow us on social media. <laughs> DudeSweetCast.com. <laughs> Ron? That's right. We have a Twitter. We have a Twitter. The Twitter is basically dead at this point because it was auto posting episodes. And then I thought that looked weird. And maybe someday because that's another thing. We have a thing. We should be promoting it. But we're also, we have a very laissez faire attitude where like we just want to make a thing and want it to exist. I hate people that over promote shit where every comedy show had to have a Twitter and an Instagram and all these, like, why do you have those? Your show's been happening a month. Chill out. Like, <laughs> right. And we've all known people who do just weird pr- promotional where they're just like obnoxious about it. We just make a thing. We hope people like it. Yeah. And, and basically I'm not going to over promo y'all to death. Cause realistically, if I wanted to make money off of this, you guys wouldn't be like my audience who would be listeners, but I'd have to target people with a lot of money. So yeah. just know when you hear in this, we doing this because we want to do it. God, imagine having a Patreon right now. Oh boy. But anyways, <laughs> oh, fuck, don't we get Dude, me an only fans. <laughs> <That's, laughs> I'd, sub- I'd subscribe to yours to be a supportive friend. <laughs> I pre- I appreciate it. See, everyone thinks it's gonna be OnlyFans. Really, it's just gonna be me, not shaved, shirtless, playing games while I'm binge watching a show and forgetting there's even a camera there. Just dumping a whole bucket of Purell on yourself <laughs> to tie it all back. Mixing Purell with baby oil, and I'm like, I'm gonna get this. Sell this shit at wrestling shows, brother. But yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna have a website soon. You're gonna have a website soon, and it's trying to promote the projects. Don't put that we're pressure on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Don't put Check the website pressure <laughs> You already know what it's going to be. Yeah, but I mean, that's the part of life. Like, the thing that I've learned with, so I'm making a website because I have been writing and I want to write short stories. I want to write actual, like, things and it's like this is where you put those things you don't have to put them on facebook you don't have to put them they can exist on your website that you control and people if they're interested can check it out and i found old shit i wrote before i did stand up i would just write weird open letters and post them on facebook and they got really popular people thought they were entertaining and interesting i found some of those and i'm going to post them Mm -hmm. on there but i have to do some heavy editing (laughs) Oh, or some of them not really appropriate. Listen, 10 years ago, senses of humor were very different. I'll say that. Well, you can edit it and put it out there. I want to see the raw versions of these. But 
I think I'm going to leave for the most part, but put a thing at the beginning. Cause so I went through and I found all these old things. I found old, I found a weird where I tried to write a funny sci-fi story. And a lot of this was things I would read on stage then instead of doing stand up. Uh-huh. And the, I'm going to put them all up there. I think they will be entertaining, but yeah, the, the sci-fi one's amazing. It's where uh, white people are genetically deficient. So it's all just hot, shredded black dudes are like the <laughs> and cat, cats are vermin i tried to create this whole because how a lot of sci-fi like and a lot of like old like fucking horror stuff is very racist like it's yeah. very like white people and it's there's a lot of sub text and so i tried to swing the exact opposite way but look forward to that look forward to reading some crazy shit i wrote about dating and a lot of weird shit i wrote about my life from decades ago and i'm also yeah and i'm trying to put together like here's i found a script for a pilot we shot of our sketch group and that pilot's on youtube here's the script put all that and then also put the story of that group because it it was interesting time for everybody and all those people have gone on to different things so i'm trying to do like some historical documenting and as well Uh just get back to because writing's good writing things writing silly articles, writing short stories is a good exercise. So I'm just, it's a historical thing. It's all of this, trying to tie it all together and put it on one website with pictures of myself. Oh, nice. <laughs> I just like that you're going to, um, you're going to post these, you know, these writings of yours and you're basically going to have the same disclaimer that like old ass <laughs> cartoons now have on these streaming yep. services where it's like, these were a depiction of their time. We do not agree with them, but we are preserving them in their original display. There is a photograph of me in whiteface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be very funny. Be, very funny. That'd be fantastic. White cake makeup on and take white face pictures yeah. now if we're if we're gonna put you in white face we have to temporarily spray your hair blonde like blonde blonde <laughs> blonde then we gotta like you like you said we gotta basically get the equivalent of like vanilla cake batter and we have yep. to just make you like whiter than what you are we, we're gonna have to cover your eyebrows too because i don't think you can have eyebrows like you just yeah. have to look like you have no eyebrows whatsoever. <laughs> and then we're going to have to like permanently tape your lips into that like that weird pinched scrunch like half smile that like Dude, white people how... do when they're like slightly uncomfortable and they're like, hmm, just I know nice, don't being, hurt me. I know you're being fun and silly, but that is my <laughs> sister's permanent face. It looks like she's always smelling a fart. Like I've seen people always... like that. I'm like, yep. oh, no. Oh boy. It's all right. I, my I my blank like, face looks like I want to hurt people, so it's fine. Yeah. And I feel like if so if you're listening to this and like even if you're not a photographer or a writer or an entertainer, if you've written things, if you've taken cool pictures, the social media can be a good place, but it's also like just make your own space for it. You can make your yeah. own fun website with the silly things because I think we've all been conditioned that when you write something, you put it on social media, but then it belongs to Facebook. Come on, be smart, people. Open your third eye. They're trying to take all of our data. They're trying to take all of our creativity. Don't let them. That's right. Don't. I like where this came from. I like. I've. If I knew this is the direction you were going to end this podcast with, I would have been going for this hard the whole time. I'll just, just turn this into a conspiracy theory podcast for an episode. Fuck Mark just Zucker- one episode. <laughs> I also agree with that statement one hundred percent. But yeah, weird so, ass. I feel like this was useful. There are some good tidbits in there. 
I like how we say we think this is useful. <laughs> Hopefully this was useful to whoever listens to this. Yep. I feel like a lot of the way we treat this podcast is like that we are in a post-apocalypse and we're just two survivors <laughs> hoping someone listen not even hoping we're just hopefully someone hears this it's just this like message. someone out there might hear it no like for me this is almost as, as if like if i post to me this is just like i approach this where hey i'm having fun doing this and i like doing this so i'm going to keep yeah. doing this but the way i go about it is eh, realistically once i post the episode i just post a link into like a group chat of six of my friends and really only two of them ever listen yeah <laughs> and it's also like we've been conditioned that on, the only things that get lots of likes are good like i'll even mentally do that accidentally where i'm like man like i'll post a picture and it's not getting as many likes as it used to in your brain you're doing that but then when you go yeah. and look you're like no also no one gave a shit back then too. <laughs> yeah no one cared back then either no one cares if yeah. you just realize that the only cons- one of the few consistent things in your life will be that no one cares about you or the shit you do you'll be fine yeah so we gotta you'll separate ourselves from that likes mindset that people clicking a little thing means something it means nothing nothing is real we're in the matrix <laughs> Life is a lie. <laughs> we just end it with just the weirdest string. Of- this is a terrible way to end this podcast where we're like, hey, y'all, mental health while dealing with all this. And then we're just like, actually, nothing we do matters. Yep. <laughs> nothing matters. You wasted, you wasted your life chasing likes, chasing that clout. You'd went to a diploma to please your parents. And for what? For what? Yep. But uh, yeah, dudesweetcast.com. <laughs> Eventually, we'll have a full website just because it would be fun. I think it's uh, at this point, it's just like, oh, I want to spend a little time making a little something. So, yeah, you know. that's basically how this is just going. It's just like, yeah, we want to spend time doing this. So, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. But a website would be cool. And I'll who knows, eventually this will be more professional. But at this point in time, fuck it. We're having a good time. <laughs> this is what it is. If you don't like it, you ain't got to listen. Yeah. Project nerd.com. Much more professional operation. Yes, they are. They're, they're, they're a doing, whole ass network. Yeah, they're doing fun stuff, good stuff. You should pay attention to them. We'll pop in every once in a while and yell shit. That's how it works. <laughs> That's really all I do. I just like to show up. Have, like I tell people, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yep. I hear a bunch of sirens outside. This might be it. It's happening. Uh, uh-oh, here it is. I, I, heard I, have that. To qu- I have to quickly learn how to shoot a bow and arrow. <laughs> You mean all the games that you've played have never prepared you how to do this? I think I want to get Andrew Orvidal on, and we're just going to talk about preparing for the apocalypse. Oh, I'm so down for this. He's got huskies. He's got a bow and arrow. He's got some crazy BB guns that I've shot in his backyard. Uh, I think we're going to get Dante Powell back on and talk about, you know, how it's affected comedy and affected, like, these things and... Well, we're gonna have some fun, so and we're gonna have some more throwback episodes soon. We're just having fun out here, having a good time, and that's what it's all about—trying to be a better and sweeter dude. Oh hell yeah! Thank y'all for listening. Everybody, suck it. <laughs> yeah, do that. I like that we kept oh. that going for years. <laughs> that we tell people to suck it, and there's probably people who are like, "I'm really interested in this podcast," and then it's just me being like, "Ah, suck it, haha." Like never again. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. The music's already fading out over me. I can feel it. It sure is. All right. I can feel it. So the music's fading out. I'm still talking. So it's kind of like, what's going on?
Music's right, well, I gotta back. pee, so you can keep talking. You go pee. I'm just gonna stream conscious right. Music's fading in. Music's going. Music's fading out right now. What? The music's going back down. This is weird. Is this a bonus? Not really. I'm just gonna. I haven't done stand up in so long. I could just talk shit. <laughs> Dating's weird, right? <laughs> All right, we gotta fade the music back up. This is tanked. I thought I had to do something interesting, something fun. Nope, not really. I'm too caffeinated. Sitting on the couch. Uh, it's kind of warm in my apartment. I'm gonna turn the swamp cooler on. Man. Oh, there's the music. It's fading up. Dude, sweet. Hell yeah. Damn it, now I have to pee.